Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Right. Welcome to episode 15. I think you're really going to get a lot out of today's episode because today I'm going to talk about something that's relevant to everyone, I think, and something that I get a lot of questions about, and that's finding your purpose. You know, what bigger question is there in your life than that of what is my purpose? Uh, I can't really think of one. Um, and I have some really specific thoughts on this from my own experience. So in this episode, I'm going to offer up six pieces of advice when it comes to understanding this question of what is my purpose. As always, shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. Uh, I love ideas for episodes and, you know, just chatting with you all. So shoot me a DM at case.kenny on Instagram. So let's get into it. Um, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to this feeling of, you know, feeling frustrated of, you know, being tired of the same old routine work nine to five, you know, spending time on Facebook, on Netflix, the same nights out with friends, the same routine, you know, you're not necessarily unhappy, but you feel like something is missing. You know, you've read the stories of guys and girls who quit their jobs and travel the world and are so happy. You know, maybe you have a friend who just started uh, a business or a startup and it's the hottest new thing in town. Or maybe your friend is, uh, another friend is really passionate about something quirky, but fun, you know, like brewing their own beer or something like that. And they're always talking about how fun it is and exciting and fulfilling. Um, you know, maybe you, you have a neighbor who's an artist or a musician and they're always creating things, right? I don't think I'm alone here. Um, you know, you, you have these experiences and then you kind of, you look online for advice, right? And you find folks like Tony Robbins telling you that you need to find your passion. You need to find your purpose and that you need to do what makes you excited to leap out of bed every day in the morning, right? And you start thinking to yourself, oh man, you know, has everyone found their life purpose? but me. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think that, I don't think that's the case at all. I used to think that way. I used to think that I was falling behind, that I was the odd man out. Uh, but you know, in all seriousness, it just seems that way. Um, and I totally get that feeling though. It's an uncomfortable feeling, right? We all want to know 
you know, what our driving ambition should be in life, right? We all want to have ascertained what our life purpose is and that, you know, with every day that we're, we're moving towards it, that we're on the right path. You know, we want to perfect, perfect everything about our life and having a purpose is part of that. We want to feel certain, right? Feeling uncertain is not a comfortable feeling. And I think perspective is a really powerful thing here when it comes to this feeling of discomfort and uncertainty. I think if you look at some of the most successful people around you, um, you know, they don't have it all figured out. Even folks, you know, uh, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, uh, Kendrick Lamar, I don't know anyone, um, you know, do you think they have it all figured out? And, you know, do they, do you think they have a sense of 100% certainty in their life? Um, you know, that they're perfect? I don't think so. Um, I don't think there's anyone alive, no matter how successful or how much perspective they have, that don't have any uncertainty in their life. Um, you know, and certainly folks who are very successful and definitely have found their purpose, their passion, um, you know, they did so by um, embracing that uncertainty in their lives. So I think we need to realize before I get into it that that none of us like uncertainty and that's fine, but it's an important part of the process. Um, you know, we struggle with it. Some people, I think we, some people have grown um, more comfortable with uncertainty and that's great, um, but we don't like it. We try to find ways around it and it's, that's usually by going and aligning with things that are comfortable. But ultimately, when you start just embracing things that are comfortable, you're going to move away from being able to find that thing that's a guiding force, that's a purpose in your life. Um, I, I was looking at some old articles on Pursuit the other day, and one of one of the writers called this time in her life where she, you know, you, you've, you've graduated, um, you're working, but you haven't really found that, uh, that, that, that thing of purpose in your life. She called this her in-between stage. And, you know, it's exactly what I just described uh, just a minute ago. But it can be kind of overwhelming. It can feel like you're just kind of floating. But I think even when you feel this in life, and you might even feel a sense of guilt, um, you know, that you're not necessarily working hard enough towards a purpose, um, I think there's a certain mindset that you should adopt. And that's one of being excited. You know, if you're listening right now and, and you're like, wow, yes, Case, this is everything that I'm feeling, I think you should be excited. You know, if you're in this stage in life right now where there's uncertainty and you don't really know what your purpose is, you should be ecstatic for the future because you're building it, you're building that for yourself right now, just one small piece at a time. And I think, you know, it's, it's a rewarding process. And I think carving your own path, it certainly isn't for the faint of the heart. And we're going to talk about that, um, in my points that I've outlined. And, you know, starting, starting from nothing isn't easy. Um, whether, you know, you're 19, whether you're 30, whether you're 40, whether you're 50, it's not easy. But I think my main piece of advice here, and this is kind of the thesis for everything, um, to my main piece of advice to anyone that's pondering what their purpose is in life, what their passion should be, um, it might sound a little strange, but it's that you shouldn't just dive in head first. Before you do that, before you go all in on something, you need more perspective. You need to ask yourself the right questions and take the right actions. So that's what I'm going to talk about in today's episode. And I think, you know, our society has really become obsessed with this idea of, you know, envisioning and planning and observing success and passion. It's all the rage nowadays to talk about, you know, um, what you'd love, what would you love to do if, you know, XYZ didn't stand in a way? You know, self-help books, uh, the sales are through the roof, motivational quotes uh, are being passed around a lot, right? But I think from my experience, these types of conversations are all talk. It kind of just stops there in that too few of us take the time, take the necessary action to actually discover our true selves so as to better find what our role and what our purpose in the world actually is. That's the process. 
um, you, then your purpose, not the other way around. And I think that's really important to know, um, and it's kind of the, the underpinning thesis of what I'm going to talk about here. And again, I don't claim to be an expert on the subject. Uh, I know how this is applied in my life. I, I certainly think that it, it could apply in a similar way to your life, um, but, but it's just my experience. But I think, you know, one for one thing, we're all confused about what it actually means to find our purpose. To my point before, I'm convinced that the key to finding your purpose is to actually stop looking so definitively for it. Your life purpose isn't cut and dry or black and white. It's not always clear. Rather, it's kind of this directional feeling that you possess and that you project as you leave your impact on the world. You know, following and living your purpose isn't something you can you know, define, but rather it's, it's a feeling of fulfillment and of being at ease and knowing that deep down inside that you're doing what's right for you. It's taking pause and being like, yeah, you know, this feels right. This is what I'm here for. And I think we need to simplify this process of finding your purpose by boiling it down to what really, really matters. And doing so, I think, will allow you to arrive at this conclusion without forcing it upon yourself. So I've written down a couple of questions that I think you should try to answer. And these are questions that will help you see through all the things and all the clutter and all the thoughts and kind of that sense of overwhelming your life. And it'll just help you boil them down to what really matters. And once you've been able to do that, I think things will become much more clear for you. They certainly have for me. So uh, I wrote down six quick questions. And the first one comes from my friend Mark Manson. He's a great, very, very talented blogger. And I, and I love the question because it's so important. Now, Mark is, uh, has a way with words. Uh, so forgive the question, but I think it's really important. The first question is, what's your favorite flavor of shit sandwich? And does it come with an olive? <laughs> that's, his, that's his wording. Uh, very eloquent, but it makes sense, right? Nothing in life is free. Nothing comes without sacrifice, without you know some kind of cost associated with it. And I think despite what we see online and in the news, even those who seem happy and living their purpose right now, it didn't come easy. Um, you know, it wasn't always happy and uplifting and inspiring all the time, right? So the question to Mark's point that you need to ask yourself a little bit more literal this time is what struggle or what sacrifice are you willing to tolerate? I found that you know what determines our ability to stick with something and persevere, something that we care about, is our ability to handle the, the rough patches and ride out those bad, low, depressing days, right? Like with Pursuit, I've put in four years, you know, four years of creating content every single day, and that meant canceling plans, not doing anything during a week, sacrificing relationships, things like that. You know, I know what I'm willing to put up with. I've set a high tolerance for it, and I abide by it. Um, you know, Mark, you know, made a lot of good points in, in setting this question. It's like, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur or CEO, but you can't handle failure, you know, then you're not going to make it very far, right? If you want to be a professional musician or an artist, but you aren't willing to see your work rejected hundreds and hundreds of times, then, you know, you're, you're done, right? Um, if you want to be a, a, a hot shot lawyer, but you can't stand 80, 90 hour work weeks, you know, then you're not going to get very far. It's the same way, you know, any, any, any passion, any purpose, any profession that you're striving towards, you know, you get, you have to establish that for yourself because once you start honing in on that thing in your life, that, that purpose point, that passion, you're going to need to know your limits. 
you know, what are those unpleasant experiences? What are those unpleasant thresholds um, that you're that you're willing uh, and enthusiastic to handle? Are you you know are you going to be able to stay up all night and work? Are you going to be able to you know put off maybe getting married and, and starting a family? Um, you know, are you prepared to have people laugh at you and criticize you? Um, you know, these are questions that you need to answer now. You know, I am. I'm willing to put up with a lot. I think it's, it's taken me a long you know, time to get to this point. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread. So simple. Maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Um, but I think you need to figure out these things for yourself. So I definitely love this question because it actually sets the tone for my second question that you need to ask yourself. And that's also to Mark's point of how can you better embarrass yourself? And again, I think if there's one kind of universal truth that I've learned over the past couple of years, it's that the first step to being great at something is to first suck at it, to be really, really bad at it, <laughs> to really suck. I think it's pretty obvious, right? And, you know, but I think that the thing is, you know, in order to suck at something and, you know, just be totally clueless, you have to embarrass yourself in some shape or form often, you know, many, many times <laughs> in a row. So back to the first question. But I think mo most people try to avoid embarrassing themselves. They try to avoid um, seeming like a novice, um, you know, that and that fear of embarrassment or fear of acting um, like, you know, ignorant or like or silly um, or a novice. That's one of the biggest reasons that I think people stop looking for their 
purpose and they just kind of sit back. If you start avoiding anything that could potentially embarrass you, um, you know, you're never going to end up finding that thing. Um, so I think for this question and the first question in a while, it's all about vulnerability and how self-aware you can be. So I'd encourage you to take a look inside right now and think to yourself, is there something that you want to do, something that you've been thinking a lot about, something that, you know, be, you've, maybe you've pictured and you've envisioned and you, maybe you've even written it down, but you don't do it? Um, I think there is. I think everyone, you know, has these things that, um, you know, they want to do, but they have they have the reasons that they don't do it. Maybe it's doubt. Maybe it's fear. And you kind of you repeat these reasons over and over and over again to yourself, so much so to the point where you internalize them and you don't take action. But I think if you analyze those reasons, you know, what are they? Um, I think a lot of the times it's, you know, you're, you're scared of judgment. If you're worried about what your parents would think or what friends would think or what random strangers on the internet would think, you need to reassess, you know, because chances are you're actually avoiding something you truly, truly care about. And it might be your purpose because you're worried about starting and looking stupid. But I think, and I'm borrowing from, from Mark here, who says that we need to embrace embarrassment. And I couldn't agree more. Feeling foolish is part of the path to achieving something important, something meaningful, something purpose-driven. And, then, you know, the more uh, a decision scares you, chances are the more you need to be doing it. Cool? So I think with these two questions answered, you now know what it is you're willing to put up with in regards to your purpose. You also have level set the fact that in tandem with that, you need to embarrass yourself along the way. From this point into my third question, I find it helpful to look backwards rather than looking forwards um, in regards to you know finding your finding your purpose. And that's my third question: is how do you view your life? If you're looking back at your life, what would your reaction to that be? I found the easiest way to envision this is to think of what your life perspective is. And what do I mean by that? If you think about it, I think you already possess an innate understanding of, uh, you know, as to whether what you or someone else is doing right now is what should be done, right? Does it fit your worldview? Is it moral? Is it just? Is it fair, right? That's kind of like a moral barometer, kind of a moral gut check, right? We all possess it. And while you innately apply this to everything um, in, that you see in, in life, everyday decisions and your understanding, you could also apply it to your life purpose. It's just within a different context. And all you need to do is kind of conjure it up. This is your life perspective. And it acts as a sort of checks and balances towards what you're doing. You know, just as you judge actions according to this kind of barometer, you can also judge the direction of your life. And this, in turn, I found can inch you closer to finding your purpose and your passion. I think, you know, along those same lines, being, you know, being in touch with yourself goes a long, long, long way. You know, your gut, your intuition, those should be guiding forces in your life. You know, take a look at what you're doing and where you're heading. Does it feel right? And this kind of leads into my fourth suggestion, right? And I think just real quick right now, or even after this, if you'd like, quietly and quickly, without giving it too much thought, ask yourself, is this what I should be doing? You know, go with your gut reaction and then, you know, regardless of your answer, ask yourself, how did you determine that? That right there, that's your life perspective. Call it a perspective, call it a viewpoint, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. It's the kind of overarching way that you see yourself and your place in the world. You know, just to my point, as you analyze an action as moral or fair or whatever it is, you should analyze your life with the same strategy. Is this action, is this decision challenging? Does it inspire me? Is it fulfilling? These types of life perspectives can be applied to help you decide what actions you should take. And I think this viewpoint will fundamentally dictate what you should be doing with your time and I'm to help you arrive at your purpose as a result. I make a lot of decisions this way. I kind of really try to take a step back and trust my intuition. You know, how do you know if you've done the right thing? How do you feel after you've made the decision? What's your gut 
telling you. You need to pay attention to your gut, your intuition. You shouldn't diminish it. It's right. You know, you should validate it. Just trust it. Um, I think it's, you know, trusting your intuition is the, is the best thing that you could do. Here's an exercise that I, I think is also really helpful that's helped me. It's my fifth point. I think if you just take one minute, close your eyes and do this, um, it'll be really helpful. And again, it's asking yourself, what is my perspective on life? What intrinsically do you want to get out of life? What does it look like? Um, I give, I'll give a couple example, examples, but keep it high level. Keep it short. You don't have to get too specific with this. I think that's a big challenge when people are trying to think about what they want to do with their life. They get too specific. For me, I wrote down a couple of thoughts here. You know, what intrinsically do I want to get out of life? I want to be challenged. I want to step outside my comfort zone. I want to experience other points of view. I want to surround myself with inspiration. I want to be a role model. I want to be creative and I want to inspire. I wrote those down, right? So I'd encourage you to do the same thing. It took me a minute to do that. You know, whatever it is, write them down. Repeat it to yourself every day. I think more importantly, you know, use this perspective to find and lead yourself to your purpose. Instead of trying to follow the usual course of force questioning with stuff like, oh, what am I passionate about? I think this perspective, this life perspective is used to guide you to a life purpose. It'll lead you there. It has for me. I think by asking yourself this question when at a crossroads, you'll gradually move yourself closer to your greater purpose. It'll help equip you to understand how your perspective powers your purpose. And I think, you know, you know, now you're feeling that kind of that sense of uncertainty creep up on you. I think you need to lean on what you write down there and what you've realized there. You know, think about the things that you're doing and if they're aligned with those feelings. If you're feeling stagnant or behind, if your experiences are challenging you um, or forcing you outside your comfort zone, inspiring you to be more creative, whatever it is, if that's the case, then you're on the right track. Right. So that was my fifth point. Um, and here's here's my last question. And this one is something that fundamentally drives me. And I mentioned it before. But the question is, you know, if you know, if you knew you're going to die, um, you know, tomorrow, you know, what would you do and what would you want to be remembered for? I think, you know, fear of regret, and in this case, fear of death, you know, it could be a very powerful motivator. Thinking about those things um, within the context of our life and our purpose, it allows us to really hone in on what's important to us. It allows us to separate ourselves from the other crap in our lives. So, I, you know, I think you should ask yourself, like, what is it that you want your legacy to be? You know, what, what stories do you want people to tell about you? Right. You know, how, and, and with that being known, like, how can you start working towards that today? But I think the challenge is when people feel like they don't have direction or purpose in their life, it's not necessarily because, you know, they're clueless. It's because they don't know what their values are. You have to be self-aware. I think this whole episode is built on the fact that you need to, instead of diving into a practice of finding a purpose, it's being self-aware and being vulnerable. You know, if you don't know what your values are, if you don't take the time to look internally, then you're kind of essentially just taking on other people's values and living their priorities instead of your own. You're essentially plagiarizing someone else's life and their aspirations and they're making them your own. And, you know, discovering your true purpose in life. It really just boils down to finding that one thing, maybe two things, maybe three things that are just bigger than yourself. That's bigger than those, those things that are around you. Um, but you know, to find them to your point, you have to ask yourself the right questions. You have to get up and take action. And I realized this process, you know, a couple years ago, I was trying to force passions on myself without taking into consideration the fact that I could organically come to a conclusion by just falling in line with my life perspective. And for me, you know, I've learned that 
my life perspective is that of I want to experience other points of view and that whenever I come to a crossroads, um, you know, I can ask myself that question, you know, is this in line with that, that life perspective? It, it becomes quite clear to me whether I should proceed or deviate. Um, and I've learned that I'm willing to put up with a lot of discomfort and embarrassment and I've learned to trust my gut in the process. Um, and, you know, as a result, I'm much happier with where I'm leading myself. I no longer feel that I'm falling behind or that I'm not working towards something greater than myself. I'm confident that I'm heading in the right direction. So, you know, whenever you don't know what to do, I think you should lean on this perspective to decide the best course of action for yourself. No matter how much input our loud world is throwing your way, I think knowing the answer to your life perspective will make your individual path and purpose much clearer. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed episode 15 on how to lay kind of the, the framework for finding your purpose. As always, shoot me a message on Instagram. It's at case.kenny. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to chat with you. So until next time, I'm out. 